Hi, love, and welcome to Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious females who want more in their careers, relationships, and lifestyle, and who aren't afraid to claim it. My name is Laura Hurd, and I'm your go-to mentor for all things self-mastery, self-healing, advanced manifestation, and creating your ultimate dream life. I'm a mindset expert, master success coach, leadership mentor, and the living proof that anything your heart desires is possible for you. I'm absolutely obsessed with helping powerful women just like you to manifest and co-create anything they desire in their lives. So if you're ready to massively uplevel your well-being, your confidence, your connections, productivity, and success, then keep on listening. This podcast is your weekly dose of self-growth and mindset mastery to help you step into your fullest potential. I'm here to provide you with the insights, the tools, strategies, and guidance you need to become the most aligned, powerful version of yourself. So if you're committed to create success and fulfillment on your own terms, then let's get started. And make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a beat. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode on Unfuck Your Life, the show for ambitious women who are ready to calibrate to their next level. I'm your host, Laura Hurdy, and today we're diving into three lessons that I've learned about leading and loving as an ambitious woman in the past three to three and a half years, as well as ways to ditch hustle culture, leave it behind for good, and find your own flow. And also, I will share some ways in which you can ensure to stay grounded during this busy time of the year, the holiday season, and all the things going on to really ensure that you're feeling connected to yourself and definitely not losing your mind. So grab a cup of tea and get cozy with me or go on a hot girl walk, enjoy the winter sun while we share the next 45 minutes or so together. As always, make sure to subscribe if you're new or if you're loving the podcast for a while and you're not subscribed yet, it's time to do so. If you feel like spreading some love and abundance and support, leave me a review. And with that, let's actually dive with a little update, let's say. So I've been posting this reel on Instagram a couple of days ago and and you babes were resonating with it so, so, so deeply. The message was really about owning yourself and loving yourself. And a lot of you messaged me saying this was exactly what you needed to read. And um, there is this huge misconception in society and especially something that is kind of said to women a lot is like, don't be too much. Don't be too full of yourself. Like, don't think that you're that great, right? Like, stay moderate like um stay 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 grounded like it's it's almost like don't don't think too highly of yourself right and i think honestly coming from a background of self-sabotage and self-harm and self-hate and literally tearing myself apart in every single way possible like physically and mentally and just like not really celebrating loving myself it just feels extra sweet to really now be in a place where I love all parts of me even my weaknesses even my quirks even my you know like all those things where maybe someone else would be saying well that's not a great trait like you should be patient you shouldn't be impatient right like I'm just like no I love that and it it doesn't make me an egocentric person like it actually just makes me a person who really really feels at peace and so I'd love to hear what you babes think, um, especially if you listen on Spotify. I think there should be like a poll below where you can vote. What do you think about this? Because 
I think this is such an important conversation to have. And I've been recently speaking to a lot of my private clients who've been like, I don't want to take up too much space. I don't want to be too loud. I don't want to be a lot for people, um, especially as a business owner, but also like in your relationship or in your friend circle, right? Like I love being the quirky one in my friend circle. My friends love it. I'm the one making the comments. I'm the one making the jokes. I love it. I'm here for it. And if someone thinks that's too much, they're not your people. If someone doesn't want to work with you because of it, that's not a dream client, right? Anyways, that being said, let's dive into the actual episode. December is just around the corner. Literally, if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, it's the last day of November. Tomorrow, December is starting. It's my favorite month of the year, to be honest. But also, I have respect for it because I know it can be busy, it can be a lot. Especially this year for me, my mom is coming to visit. Um, last year, last year she came in September for her birthday. Now she's coming in December for Christmas and New Year's. And um, of course, I want to prepare for that, right? So we're diving into that today. I know for a lot of people, this can be an insanely overwhelming season that can be quite draining, even though it's supposed to be very beautiful, right? And so as a human, but also as a business owner, I want to share today like some things you can do. So after building my million dollar business in the past couple of years and serving well over 700 clients by this point, which is insane to me. Um, and just having the time of my life doing so at least for the most part, right? Like there's obviously been low moments where I've been stressed or like unsure or like full of doubt, but overall just like loving the heck out of what I do, loving my clients, loving to create, loving to host programs, right? Navigating the ups and the downs of being a CEO, I realized that I'm crazy a softer approach. Um, in the past two to two and a half years, I've been really looking into how can I not sacrifice anything meaningful to me, like my health, like my friendships, my mental sanity, just to get ahead and scale a little faster. So if you've done the inner healing work, you'll know um, that it feels so much more wholesome to be a business owner with all the responsibilities and all the pressure that sometimes is on you. Um, and Honestly, I'm not losing, I'm not going to be, I'm not, I'm not even interested in losing my mind in December. I want to nourish my mind, my body, my soul. I want to like connect. I want to spend quality time. I want to show up for my fitness. I still want to show up for my business, but not at the sacrifice of anything that I value. And so for me, my focus, and I, I got a lot of questions on that on Instagram. It's like, what are you focusing on? Like in the last month, I like, are you speeding up? Are you slowing down? Like, what's the deal? What are you doing? Well, it's kind of both. I think it's really, really good to slow down and reflect and integrate and like heal anything that shouldn't be in my life or part of me anymore in the new year. But I also do want to plant seeds intentionally. I still do, like I will still sell. I will still run some specials for my birthday. Be sure to peek into the next few episodes, like the next two ones that are coming out because... You guys, there's specials waiting for you. Um, and there's also a little Christmas special coming up. So my birthday is coming up. So there's going to be a special there. And then also for Christmas. And like, I'm still going to be doing things business-wise, but I'm going to be especially planning seats. Like I'm not taking on any new clients in December. Like all my private clients already secured their spots for next year, starting January. I still have two spots for February and one more for January. If you're wanting to inquire about one-on-one -on -one coaching, whether it's for two months or three months or four months or five months, you can DM me. Um, but yeah, the next four weeks are really for planning seats and becoming 
yet another version of myself and really spending quality time with my loved ones, my mom, and just laying really solid foundations in my life and in my business to exponentially accelerate in 2024. And maybe right now you desire this too. You want to lay the grounds, like you want to be well prepped rather than doing all the things and chasing all the shiny objects and like being everywhere, right? That just really distract you from your long-term vision. So it's really about being intentional and coming back to not just the basics, but like just what's going to move the needle most for you, no matter what your personal or professional goals are, right? And so there is three lessons that I want to share today. First, about leading and loving as an ambitious woman because the last three and a half years I've been dating a man and it's been an interesting time. <laughs> it's been an interesting time of ego death and like identity shifts in so many different ways and honestly also huge shifts in my values and so the first point that I want to share today is your priorities might change as you start building a life with someone as you start focusing more on like the romantic aspect of life rather than just your business and that is a okay like I'm I've just recently onboarded a new private client and she's crushing it in her business she wants to scale further so we're working on that but she's also ready for love she wants to attract her person and she feels like she doesn't even have energetic mental and time capacity for that so we're working on that as well because if you feel like you don't have the capacity guess what? You're not going to attract someone into your life, right? And so truth be told, like now, like let's go to the value point because I think this is probably the most important one here. Um, I used to have very different values in life. When I was single in early 2020, I was in Cape Town, then I was in Malaysia and um, then eventually I went to Germany where I then met my partner in summer. But like, it was just, so, I was so different. <laughs> I don't even know where to start explaining. Like, it's been so different, you guys. And so now that I've dated my partner for three and a half years and being in a relationship with him for just over three years, I realized, like, whoa, my values changed completely. And because of that, naturally, my priorities had to adapt to reflect back what's most meaningful to me now, right? And so... In romantic relationships, typically, most of the time, we're not only seen fully, but we also get to heal and grow alongside our person, ideally into the same direction, of course, right? And so all the healing work that I've been doing since meeting my partner has really just led me to becoming a whole different version of me, um, who now has different standards and different boundaries and opinions and ways of thinking and leading and showing up and different priorities and a whole other perspective on life. And one of them I want to share with you, babes, is that my work is no longer taking over my life. It's no longer my baby. It's no longer like my life, right? It's still my mission. It's still my passion. It's still my purpose. It's obviously also my income stream, but it's not taking over my life anymore. And so instead, it's just quote unquote, just an important and deeply meaningful part of my life that I love to make time for, that I love to prioritize, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on like what my personal life is looking like, right? And it no longer demands me, and this is something that I chose, it no longer demands for me to sacrifice my personal life, like my wellness, friendships, hobbies, fitness, you know, self-care, health, or romance to succeed. So these days, my partner and our two rescue dogs are 
Like we're we're a family, and that's my number one priority is family. My sisters here in Bali are my family. That's my priority, and my business now gets to come second, which doesn't mean it's less meaningful. It's like I'm less passionate. It's just that connection, that aspect of life is even more important to me. And then also the connection to myself, of course, so like also my health, my well-being, my relationship with myself, my business comes second. And that feels so right. That feels very aligned for me. And so a little hot tip here is just remember that what may be important during one season of your life may be a little less important during another one based on the version of yourself that you've become and like the values you have and the perspectives you have. have. And that is 111% normal, right? We need to honor that. Okay, so number two is your identity and your vision will naturally evolve over time. So mentioned before, I'm a completely different person now compared to three years. I guess most of you babes are listening who are growth-minded are. Um, for me, it's honestly been almost like a 180-degree shift. Like, <laughs> like, of course, they're still like, I'm still quirky. I'm still like very expressed. I'm still like, Obviously, on a fundamental level, I'm still like me, but also I'm more sensual, I'm more soft, I'm more surrendered, I'm more accepting of things. Like, I I just feel more at peace, I just feel grounded and like I've come home to myself and like I'm really, I'm really like, like anchored into my life, if that makes sense. And so... What I will say is every maybe three to four months, really depending on how you want to do it, um, you can assess what kind of woman you're currently embodying. So like your identity. Because your identity is not permanent. Your personality is not permanent. I'm pretty sure you've heard me say this before in a podcast. It is not permanent. You, There's people being like, oh, that's just who I am. That's just how I am. Like can't change. That's just me. You can change, girl. This is a complete limiting belief. Like, I can't say, oh, I'm just impatient. No, that's not true. I've become so much more patient over the years. I'm still a little bit impatient sometimes, but it's gotten so much better. And like, if I would have told myself, oh, no, 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 I'm just an impatient person, where would I be today? You, right? Like, that, that, that's just super limiting. You're, you're keeping yourself small. You're, you're holding yourself back from growing and evolving. Again, I assess every couple of months what kind of woman I'm currently embodying, so my current identity, and I'm trying to like really nail it down in great detail, like what am I doing, what kind of decisions am I making, how am I showing up, like all of those things, what kind of character traits am I embodying, um, what kind of values do I have, what are my priorities based on that, and then um, also the direction in which I'm heading, really looking at that, is this the direction I still want to be heading into, right? What is my overall vision of, for myself, my life, my career? And then I really identify any gaps. Like, is there any gaps from what I'm doing right now and like what I want to create in the future? Is there anything that just like, there's like a dissonance. It's like, it, it doesn't match, right? Is there any gaps? What am I doing now? Is that actually getting me closer to where I want to be and who I want to become? Or is it like in conflict? Because then I have to look at that, right? And so... If there's any gaps that are holding you back from living the life you want to be living or like having the business or like the career that you want to be having and like being the woman that you want to be showing up as every single day, you want to define that. And then you want to define the qualities of yourself, your action steps, your habits, do healing work, remove any blockages so that you can shift your energy 
right? Shift your frequency, manage your time better, align with this highest vision for yourself in your life, in your external reality, right? And only then you can show up better. Only then you can align with this new reality that you're wanting to be choosing, right? And so then you can show up better for yourself. You can show up better for your relationship or your love or dating life, your career, and give all those aspects of your life your actual all, right? And so these days my work and my life feel so deeply integrated and well-balanced. It's like amazing, even though what I shared a couple of days ago on my Instagram stories, this month was work heavier than usual. Like in September and October, like all the months before, I haven't worked as much, but I still feel so fucking good about it. Like it's great. And it's because I shifted from being a female hustler who would gain her sense of worthiness from her level of productivity and level of achievement and all those things, my success and all these external things that yes are meaningful but don't truly define me um over to embodying a feminine leader who like still prioritizes being regulated feeling balanced serving from plates of overflow even though maybe i'm working a few more hours a day than i usually would like right now i'm not working four to five hours a day i'm working more than that and that is a-okay because i'm taking most of december off i've been pre-producing most of my podcast episodes already which i'm very happy about anyways coming back to the hot tip so action point for you is like do these assessments maybe every three to four months maybe you want to do them once or once or twice a month even right um to really hold yourself accountable and gather this kind of like feedback for yourself right on like what have you been doing what's working what's not moving you forward um what's maybe preventing you from reaching um your ultimate vision of success and fulfillment through reflection through integration and then through adjusting and aligning your action steps right and number three now, and this is the last one I'm going to want to give you babes um, today, is you want to design your life around your work, not the other way around. I used to make this mistake big, big time in the beginning stages of my business where, yeah, like I would literally schedule everything work-wise and then just see, oh, how much time is left now for my health, my friendships, my hobbies, like all the things, sleep, right? And there wasn't much left. It was, it just completely came last and it just wouldn't be enough for me to like feel balanced, well-rested, well-nurtured. And like that didn't work for me. And so when I changed my approach and said, okay, I'm going to design my my work um, schedule around my personal life, that's when things really shifted. So how I'm creating my weekly schedule now is very different. I'm plotting in my morning routine. I'm plotting in my evening routine. These are absolute non-negotiables for me. Then I look at who do I want to meet this week. Usually once or twice a week, I'll hang out with a friend. At the moment, even more than that. Um, when do I have my massage? When do I have my manicure? Like literally like scheduling all my personal life admin appointments and then I'm like okay let's look at my coaching calls there's some coaching calls that are like always at the same time so these will stay the same usually if it doesn't interfere with my my, my travel schedule because then I'll ask my clients hey can we reschedule I'm traveling I'm on the go right um but that's how I typically typically do it now and that feels really really good and then I put my time blocks of like two hours of content creation or like three hours of back-to-back client calls in there after I've created my personal schedule, if you will. And that feels so damn bad. Like that feels just so much better for me. I feel like I'm um, never running on empty. I'm getting all the things done that are meaningful to me. And so when my clients ask me now, like, how do you always ensure that you pour from an overflowing cup? How are you always so energized on calls? How are you always so good at responding and checking in every single day and like the group or like our private chat and all those things? 
My main answer is that I always have time or like make time (laughs) more so in my daily agenda to show up for me. And then when I do that, I have so much to give. I have so much to give. I have so much left even after like serving so many clients. I can still show up on my stories. I can still post every single day. I'm so consistent because it comes easily to me. And then obviously I have a full like time management um kind of system that allows me to be very efficient as a CEO and like as a creator and as um, as a business owner as well. So um, I plan things in always ahead of time, at least one or two weeks ahead of time. Yeah, like to bring it all together, like the way in which I structure my weeks looks like plotting in all my personal appointments. Like in December, it will also be a lot of fitness again because I'm starting to work out after a two-month break, after breaking my ankle. Again, morning and evening routine, absolute non-negotiables. Um, seeing my friends, self-care massages, all the things, and then scheduling work calls, time blocks for focus work, et cetera, et cetera. And um, what I think is that ultimately we need to consider that concepts such as balance and success and contentment, they look different for each of us. So like, don't just take my work for it and copy and paste my approach, like really take what resonates, but like make it your own. And so it's important to define what success or balance or contentment, fulfillment, looks like and feels like for us individually right and also realizing that doing our best to attain those states as often as possible is enough it doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to feel successful or balanced all day long there can be moments where you're feeling off or you're feeling unsuccessful you're feeling unbalanced right so for me it's just focusing very much on living in alignment with my values um and really mastering myself and focusing on healing anything that comes up and being in a good state of being um regulating my emotions my nervous system managing my time and energy well like that has been the most supportive decision and commitment to myself that I've ever made let me know how that resonates if you want to send me a dm I'd love to hear what you think about this um I know I want to share some ways to stay grounded during this busy holiday season um, so there are some practices and tools, and I'm just going to share a few of them. Um, most of them I also give to my clients that really help to overcome overwhelm, that help me personally find my groove and ground and get as much done as possible during this time of the year while still feeling like I'm feeling good. Like I'm not, I'm not running around like a headless chicken. I'm doing things last minute and all the things. So energy management is probably the first thing that comes to mind, not just time management, you guys. It's energy management for me. If I like all of us have limited time each day, of course, but we also all have limited energy, right? And if you have time to do something, but you don't have the energy for it, what's the time you have good for, right? You'll likely not spend it doing the thing because you're exhausted. And so for me, prioritizing rest is key, being intentional. This means defining my needle movers, setting my priorities. Um, at work, but also like in my personal life, of course, and then creating a realistic timeline. A lot of people squeeze things in one after the other, but can you be more realistic? Life will likely happen. Best example, yesterday. (laughs) Okay, I shared this on my Instagram stories as well, but yesterday morning, you guys, I woke up at six, great morning, had an hour to myself, all the things was great. And then suddenly had the worst cramps of my life. Like I was in so much pain. I can't I can't even properly describe how much pain I felt. And so my friend rushed me to the emergency doctor, um, to the clinic, and we spent 
at least three hours there. And I was like, okay, shit, that was the time I was meant to record this podcast episode that I'm now recording just one day before it goes live, which usually I like to be ahead of time. Um, I would like to give my, my team a little bit more time to like timestamp and edit and all the things just didn't happen because life happened right and then after we got from there I was looking at my friend I was like we're gonna go for a coffee date now like I'm not even gonna jump straight into work I need to decompress let's have some chill time I want to treat you to a coffee I'm so grateful for your time that you drove me there and so we did that so I literally started work at 12 p.m rather than 8 30 a.m as I was meant to so Sometimes you just need to be realistic. You need to change your time blocks around. You got to reschedule stuff. You got to be flexible and adaptable in your approach, right? And also have some extra time. Like I never jam pack my days. So I always have some extra time available to either rest or to call my mom or to lay in the sun. Or if something unexpected happens, then it takes up extra time, but that's all right because I, I scheduled extra time, right? So it's, it's really about being realistic. For me, it just looked like being like, all right, I'm gonna like just move my work block off podcast recording to the next morning. And something else I wanted to do that was um, important work-wise, but not urgent, I just wouldn't do that because like this is urgent now because I want to upload it on time for you, babes, right? And so next up, checking in with your needs. And not just once a week, not just once a month, but actually on a daily basis, really doing a morning ritual, sitting with yourself, sitting in sacred ceremony, like having lit a candle, just doing some deep breathing and really tuning into your body, your heart space, seeing if there's any tension in your body, any emotions coming up, any beliefs, anything that's like, you know, like annoying you or that's been hurting you or anything that's present for you and really honoring what comes up rather than being like, oh. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be thinking this way. Like, no, no, no. Like, yes, it's fine. Welcome it in. Welcome it in. Take a look at it. Be like, oh, let me get curious. Why is this coming up right now? What can I do about it? How can I support myself through this, right? So um, this is also something I'm teaching my clients because I know how important it is to be in a good frequency, state of mind when you're starting your day and it can be that you're waking up feeling off feeling anxious maybe you had a nightmare whatever it is but you have to have a process in place to get back into your like personal power and to like feel good again right and so there is a process that you can use to do just that and it will set you up for a productive focused amazing fulfilling day next up letting your intuition and desires lead this one, of course, came to me naturally as I healed my feminine energy, right? Like before I would always act according to my shoulds and my musts and my to-dos and like be really strict on myself rather than letting my intuition lead, letting my desires lead, letting my body lead and doing what feels good. Sure, what I need to do, I still got to do, but can I do it from a place of desire and wanting to and feeling good and like feeling like I'm doing this thing from a place of overflow, and then there's also the whole dating yourself theme, like, um, theme that's coming up for me, like me time, right? I know a lot of people are very social during December. Of course, we're going to all the Christmas parties and like we're getting together. It, like, this season is about connection for sure. But what I know about myself and also I see it a lot of my partner is like he gets pissed if he's around people too long. Like 
even people that energize him that he feels comfortable with he is like whoa like socially I'm just like burned out like I need to take a step back and I think a lot of people are like that so can we make time for non-social activities during December it is a little bit of a challenge I'm not gonna lie but it is possible so for me my mornings and my nights like sometimes of course if I'm like on a party like I'll go there I'll not hold back but like when I come home at least 45 minutes up to an hour to decompress and just be with myself yes please in the mornings I'm not gonna like meet someone in the mornings like I need my first two hours to myself in the morning right and the last one is preparing for the holiday madness if you will ahead of time so really asking yourself what can I do right now already before maybe the second week of December starts because that's where it gets hectic that's where people are like running around like crazy for me I'm taking the first week of December mostly off because my birthday week um so for me I've been having such a, let's say, work-heavy month this month in November because I knew the first week of December that I would usually give to myself to, like, get all the loose ends tied together, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't have that. Like, I'm, I'm literally this year, I'm taking a whole fucking week off for my birthday. So that means, um, yeah, I have to get it all done by the end of November, which we're doing right now. What can you do right now to finish all your stuff before the second week of December begins? Like by my birthday, December 6th, for instance, or the 7th, for instance. Um, and so, yeah, for me, December is all about self-care. It's going to be manicures and facials, massages and spa days and seeing my friends and going on dates with my partner and dating myself. And I am so here for it, but I've prepped for it intentionally. And so tangibly, this can look like getting a good eight hours of sleep every night. Like when we talk about self-care, when we talk about nourishing ourselves, serving and showing up from an overflowing cup, sleep is the shit, you guys. It is so underrated. I know a lot of people who are like going to sleep past midnight, waking up at 6 a.m. to to have their like millionaire morning, whatever. Is that a vibe to give your body five and a half or six hours of sleep all the time? I don't think so. Um, bedtime before 11 for me is a huge intention because lately it's been a little bit later than that. Your girl has been enjoying to chat with her friend here because I'm living with my friend right now. I love the girl chats at night, but also (laughs) gotta get my sleep. And so before 11 PM is a really good bedtime for everyone. I would say generally speaking, do what works for you. But I think before 11 is a really good time. And then eight plus hours, you guys, like last night. Now, I was meaning to get up at 6.30 today. I slept till I think 8.30. So like two hours longer. I'm still going to get my shit done today. I'm not worrying about that, but I needed my time to sleep. And so I think eight to nine hours for women is amazing for hormonal health and just like feeling really energized throughout the day. Um, Another thing tangibly is really knowing or like defining your limits, right? You're knowing yourself. You know what you're capable of and where you're starting to feel socially burned out or even resentful not over committing people pleasers who have a hard time setting boundaries saying no this is hard I still with that struggle sometimes like I'm not a people pleaser anymore by any means I'm fully healed but like sometimes I'm like getting so and like this is a generator thing I'm getting so excited so deeply lit up about so many things and I'm like yes and yes and yes and yes and then I have to take a conscious step back and be like all right is this realistic in this time frame is all of this realistic no okay like what needs to go what has to wait, what can be done or committed to another time, right? So really feel into your body, look at your energetic and time capacity before making decisions and like saying yes, like which Christmas parties to attend, like when to go on the Christmas market with your friends, your family, all the things. So make time for yourself. connection in the morning, pour into yourself, 
schedule in activities like gift shopping and like visiting the Christmas market like in advance I know a lot of people are like going with the flow like in my feminine kind of girlies and I honor that but also can you schedule in a little bit more to feel less overwhelmed in the end and then again preparing anything that can be prepared beforehand my whole month of November has been about prepping I've been doing the work now for December already And so for you, it may look like ordering or organizing deliveries like Christmas or like presents or even food, right? So you don't have to go food shopping all the time, Um, outsourcing as much as possible, like talking to your partner, whoever you live with and being like, hey, can we split this so it's not all on me? And honestly, overall, just really taking the pressure off of this time of the year and managing your expectations. Because what I find is like everyone is putting so much pressure on Christmas needing to be this like harmonious and beautiful time where everyone's coming together and everyone's loving themselves but sometimes realistically it's just not like that sometimes you have an auntie who's a bitch and like we need to like you know I mean my auntie isn't but like sometimes you just have family connections where it's difficult where you feel like they don't get me they don't see me they constantly tell me I should be married and have kids already or they're asking me why I'm not earning more at my job or like if my little side hustle is still a cute little like hobby even though it's grown into a fucking million dollar business you know like all those things all those things manage your expectations don't get offended practice extra patience and compassions not just compassion not just with yourself but especially others especially the annoying ani and i'm not just talking about anis can be anyone it can be anyone maybe it's your sister that you haven't talked to all year you know like now she's coming to see you and like you're just like, we're not vibing. And that's okay. Like, honestly, I think family is such a complex topic. We're not getting into that right now. That's for a whole other episode. But I think it's important to not push so much pressure on this time of the year. And like the family having to be like happy and perfect and sitting together, right? So that's it for today, you babes. That's it. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to rate this podcast on either um, Apple or on iTunes. It means the world to me. Um, it literally takes a second, makes the, like a huge difference to the show. Um, I can't believe we're already approaching 50 episodes. Little sneak peek, okay? Little sneak peek. I'm just going to be dropping this in this episode. There is a new season coming next year in January, dropping in the first week. And I'm so excited because we'll have new podcast art, incredible, incredible, incredible guests. It's just, I'm just so excited. So make sure to be subscribed to my weekly newsletters. They're called Alina Accelerate. They're amazing. For more content, also make sure to follow me on Instagram at laura.hurdy and to get notified when the next episode goes live every single Tuesday and then also one bonus episode. So it's like five episodes per month on the last day of the month. Make sure to be subscribed on either iTunes or Spotify so you never miss a beat. You can also click on the little bell icon if you listen on Spotify um, so that all my latest episodes automatically get downloaded and you don't even have to have internet for it. And so, um, yeah, everything I mentioned today, if I mentioned something like remarkable, like something I want to um, let you babes know about, I'll link it in the show notes. And I'm already looking forward to connecting in the next episode, which little hint hint is going to be a German one. So stay tuned for that.